So goal for today's podcast, don't give each other coronavirus. That's a good goal. I think we can accomplish that. Unlike last time. <laughs> if I wasn't a celebrity, would you be so nice to me? If I didn't have cheese like every day, would you still want to be with me? If I couldn't buy you diamond rings and all those other expensive things, would you be so into me? If I wasn't a celebrity. Lately. Welcome to Jessica Interviews Matt about celebrities he's encountered. I'm Jessica Carlson, and today I have with me my my guest, <laughs> Matt Houchin. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Matt Houchin, who are we going to talk about today? Please, please tell us. Not only do you know who this person is, but you've met this person at the same time that I met this person. Yeah, this is a unique double encounter. Yeah. I've been telling people that like we've become friends, <laughs> at least him and his wife, his wife and I, via email. That's cool. So a special episode today, it's Jessica and Matt interview each other about a celebrity <laughs> they both encountered. And that celebrity is? Montel Jordan. Mur, 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 mur. <laughs> this is how we do it. This is how we do it. So tell us about your encounter. Our company had a big mid-year event that our team is in charge of planning, and we wanted to make a big splash because we were going to do this in person. Everyone is going to come back together, and our event is called Halftime because it's the mid-year in the fiscal year. And so we were like, we should do a big halftime show like in the NFL. And so we wanted to book a big artist, but we're also not like Apple or something, so <laughs> we can't just book. A big artist on a budget. <laughs> yeah, so we needed a, a big for artist on a budget, so we went for the nostalgia factor. And also for one song, that's key. Yeah, we just needed one song. So was it my suggestion? Yeah, you, you suggested 90s, Kay. 90s R&B or hip-hop. I'll honest. take credit for it. Oh, yeah, it was, it was definitely you. <laughs> for the record, it was definitely Matt's idea, 100% of it. <laughs> and then? Mm-hmm. So then? Jessica's eating a Pop-Tart because <laughs> she's pregnant. Oh, yeah, surprise. <laughs> <laughs> so she can eat whatever. It's the best thing ever. We're in our office, and it's low on snacks, so we're having Pop-Tarts. Mm -hmm. All right, so I re reach out to this guy who's uh, an agent. I can't remember what his name is at this point. I think it was maybe Doug. So I'm indebted to Doug because Doug Sherpa'd me across the whole negotiation of the contract. And he, he educated me as to what a rider is. Mm. I didn't know this. Yeah. But a rider, everyone gets to look that up right now. The green M&Ms only <laughs> thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, I'll just I'll just tell everyone a rider is something that that talent will ask for um, specifically for to meet their needs, and the I think I should have known the moment that I asked we asked about a rider his team was like yeah no we don't have any There's we don't nothing. have any needs oh wow <laughs> yeah nothing at all like literally nothing and so you know that gives you a little bit of a, a indicator of the type of person you're dealing with just the down to earthness I think. I used to date a folk singer that would play very small venues, and even she had hot tamales on her rider. Ooh, so. Ooh. that's a that's a tall ask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no hot tamales for Montel. They flew out, and he performed one song. Also, uh, everyone knows the song. This is how we do it. But Jessica rewrote the lyrics so it would be about our company, Zscaler, <laughs> and yes. Montel. Uh, nailed it. He he added in all our 
all the lyrics that Jessica rewrote. And then so. Deliver companies, these scalers the name. They came up to money, this is what he said. My talents, these scalers, we up in the place. This is how we do it, gonna keep you safe. No, it was fantastic. So we should we should mention, so the, the whole point was for this to be in person. So imagine a ballroom full of a thousand people for this performance, which we pivoted last pretty last minute to everyone being virtual. So we had to pull off some sort of pre-recorded virtual performance. Yeah. Somebody say Z-Scaler, Z-Scaler, go! It worked out great. Definitely not the same as a live performance, but in, in order to tee it up correctly, we had a little bit of a sketch with, with Montel. Yeah, so I actually got to act with Montel Jordan. Well, welcome to San Diego. Are you excited for the halftime show? Absolutely. I Just where is everybody? I thought there going to be people here. Yeah, about that. There will be hundreds of people watching live, though, you know, just from their houses. That's right. Actually, would you mind saying hi to uh, to everybody? Our camera's right there. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. I can say hi to everybody. Hey, what's up? Z Scaler, Montel Jordan. I'm so glad. Oh, to be sorry. Here. sorry uh, could you say hi to everybody individually? Here's a list of our employees. This would take a while. Like, this would take a very long time. Yeah, um, we got time. Yeah, but Matt, actually, that's an that's a bad idea. That's yeah. an awful idea. I'm sorry about that. But yeah, I was worried because we, I don't think we had asked him about the skit ahead of time, or did we? It was in the contract that he was going to do a, a skit. Or an interview. Was it an interview or it was a skit? An, yeah, I think it was, we called it an interview. <laughs> and I guess it was, but it was like a fake interview. Yeah, exactly. So I remember being a little bit nervous, but just going with the flow. A little bit nervous. I was sick the night before. I could barely <laughs> yeah. sleep. <laughs> and you had nightmares. I did have nightmares. Yeah, I mean, I, I was panicking, and we hadn't told him what he's doing, and we're gonna, we're he's gonna show up in the morning, and we're gonna be like, here are your lines for this yeah. scene that we're shooting, and we had you no good? idea. <laughs> yeah, like you have to, you know, kind of memorize these lines, and we're gonna be filming it and doing multiple takes, <laughs> and he's a celebrity. You so just never know. What's his attitude gonna be towards that? Okay, so my I had a dream, and in my dream, so we had contracted a drum line as well to like really amp up oh, the yeah. energy. So the drum line was also like an unknown. I, I mean, I pretty pretty sure that they were going to do a great job, but in my dream, they show up and it was a bunch of like five year old children, and they didn't have drums; they were just singing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, all I knew about this drum line, I, I heard youth. Nonprofit drumline. <laughs> I expected to walk in in the morning and it just be chaos uh -huh. and just people drumming everywhere. And then we have to film this skit <laughs> yeah. with Montel Jordan where everyone has to be quiet. Uh, but uh, yeah, what ended up happening say. with the drumline and Montel Jordan was probably it was the easiest thing to film of the entire Seriously? four day event. Yeah. Hello, everybody. Now, you've noticed since we couldn't bring you to the party, we decided to bring the party to you. I got goosebumps threw me back in time. What a performance by Montel Jordan and the drummers. No, but from the moment, so I walked, I walked over to the main atrium to meet him and his friend coming down to show them to the room. And from the very first moment, I mean, he walked up and he just was like, are we huggers? And I was yeah. like, yeah, I love to hug. And so we hugged it out. And from that moment on, I was like, this is going to be a breeze. This guy yeah. is fantastic. But yeah, it was the same guy. for me. He, uh, he didn't know he was acting in this sketch with me yet, and I was just kind of standing off to the side, like looking at him awkwardly. Mm -hmm. And he looked over at me and introduced himself, and then he was like, 
okay, Matt, do you hug? And I was like, hell yeah. I didn't say hell yeah. But uh, then I gave him a hug and it was like one of the best hugs I've ever had in my life. Really? Yeah. I mean, it was like a real. uh, A genuine hug. Yeah, genuine hug. Like we really got in there. uh, (laughs) Well, he's he's also, for those of you who do not know, he is six foot eight inches tall. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I think it even confirms that in the song. Yeah. That contributes to it being a great hug, a feeling just like really cradled. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I just cannot say enough great things about Montel. Like he's one of those people that you meet, you interact with, and then you leave the encounter feeling just like genuinely good about life. And just I think it was also the fact that everything went so well. Yeah. I th- I think uh, we talked in our second episode about my encounter with Mario Lopez and how I kind of left that encounter in a Lopez days. Yes. But I would say that the Montel Jordan days is 100 times more powerful. <laughs> it's more powerful. <laughs> I can only imagine. Like I've, and I don't even know if it's worn off yet. It's been a month. I know. We're, we're sitting here reminiscing like a couple of schoolgirls. <laughs> <laughs> say Z-Scaler, Z-Scaler, go! Halftime, baby. Just a great guy. And just a dream for me because I remember dancing to that song at parties and school dances. Uh, I just remember Montel Jordan being on MTV and all over the place. So mm-hmm. to get to meet him 20 years later and have him give me a hug at the beginning and at the end mm-hmm. of the day uh, and get to record a sketch with him, like, come on. A dream come true. <laughs> yeah. It was... Yeah, it was incredible. We're going to let Mr. Jordan get ready for his show now. Okay? Okay. All right. Thank you, Thank you so Thank much you. for being Thank here. We're really so excited. Oh, could, yeah. we, could we just get a quick selfie? Do you mind? I, I kind of mind. I, I, I kind of mind. Okay. Well, I, th- I'm not taking one. I'm just... But, but that's us. Like right now, you're taking it. One of the big things that I took away afterwards, too, was just how passionate he was about... He's clearly a very passionate person who's found his, I guess, his meaning in life. And that just absolutely shone through in his, in all of his interactions. He was very excited to talk about his work and everything that he's doing. So he's, yeah, tell us about it, Matt, because you got the whole story. Yeah, he's a pastor like I am. Um, <laughs> he's an ordained minister. Mm-hmm. Just like, Much just like wait. myself. Yeah, just like you. My name is Montel Jordan. I'm the worship pastor here at Victory World Church in Norcross, Georgia. I want to start out by saying, man, it is an honor and it's a privilege to be able to serve you today because that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to serve you. So it sounds like he's mainly focused on that type of work and then he still gets to moonlight in these performances that call for some 90s nostalgia. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So everyone that we that met him... um, and even now we're talking about it and describing the situation, describing how, what a lovely person he is. Everyone was just like, what a good person. What a, like a lovely, wonderful person. So what do you think makes a good person? I think someone that's accepted Jesus Christ into their heart. <laughs> uh, easy answer. <laughs> Slam dunk. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, in fairness, you may not be wrong in some ways. What makes a good person? Yeah. And for the record, I'm not asking you because I have an answer. (laughs) Yeah, I think obviously faith is a big part of his life. And I think people that practice faith regularly 
not to generalize, but a lot of people bring a lot of gratitude into that. Mm -hmm. And so when you're grateful, that can change or, you know, affect your whole aura and your whole being. So Mm -hmm. I think that's part of why he's able to feel connected to everybody. And um, so in the therapy that I do, (laughs) it's called internal family systems. And I just had therapy before this. And uh, fresh. He's got a book. So we talk about the self and this is what you're born as. And it kind of goes and it goes back to what you were talking about last episode where you think everybody is good, Mm -hmm. essentially good. Mm -hmm. So there's this self that we're all born in and um, it has these seven C words. Calm, curiosity, connectedness, compassion, courage, clarity and creativity. Um, and those are the things and you can tell like when you're acting as yourself or in self energy and that's how everyone starts and then as you go through life trauma happens to you or different attachment issues happen and Mm. yourself can get clouded or enmeshed with these different parts that develop Um, and the goal of IFS is to one of the goals is more complicated than this, but is to get back to that self and just be to try self. to be in self energy while having compassion for these other parts of yourself. I um, love that. Those are words that I think about, and so when I think about my interactions with Montel Jordan, I can see him just being like very in self energy mm-hmm. and being yes. all of those things, and oh, this is good. Just being uh, like knowing who he is, totally comfortable with himself, and is able to bounce that energy off to other on other people and make mm-hmm. them feel all those things about themselves too. Right. Right. Cause the, like the self energy probably brings out other self's energy. Is that what the theory says? It's there's the a lot of my belief into. system. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to say yes. Yeah. Um, no, this is great. Okay. So I feel like then refining the definition here. So you can be, whatever sort of personality, right? But as long as you are really identifying with your self-energy, which I really like that word a lot, (laughs) the hyphenated two words, actually, (laughs) um, then that is, I mean, that that to me then would be your, I would probably classify that as your highest state of like being. It's your soul, basically. Yeah, your highest state of being, which is then equates to bringing good to the world, so whatever that looks like, it looks very different for different people, I'm sure, because everyone's very different. Their self-energy is probably very different. But When you look at this list, can you think of times where you feel most like all these things? So is the, is the all these words seven of them? Yeah, yeah seven of them? the seven Cs. Calm, curiosity, connectedness, compassion, courage, clarity, and creativity. But what about people who wouldn't consider themselves very creative? Don't you think everybody has the capacity to be creative? Yeah, and they just, I believe that. So I think, yeah, everyone in some way can be, and maybe they just haven't tapped yeah, into... Yeah, that's true. No, you're right. You're right. These are all things that everyone and maybe they are, has if, the capacity for. Yeah, and if they're saying they're not creative, that's just an inner critic being right. mm-hmm. telling them that. But, well, it, I mean, I feel like everybody is creative. Well, and, like, creativity, I feel like, has been... There's been like a little bit of a definition put on it of being like artistic yeah. or musical, but that's... Yeah, and it's, 
you can with social media you can compare yourself to everyone doing all these creative things and being like well i don't do that but it's like why you don't have to right be a genius to have creativity Mm -hmm. yeah i like the theory a lot because it gives you a little bit of a framework to assess yourself yeah like probably some of the time some of the time it's pretty easy for me to feel like oh i'm not calm right now yeah and that would be an indicator that I'm not fully <laughs> fully embracing my self-energy. Yeah. I feel like it gives you a goal. Or like, I'm not feeling very compassionate, so... Yeah, I've definitely it. lately had compassion fatigue. And then I think, like, sometimes I think I'm calm, but it's I'm just numb, which is different than <laughs> being calm. Okay, that brings up a good point. Okay, so there's the self-energy. I feel like there's been times in my life that I have spent a lot of energy... And, and focus, trying to cult- cultivate all these things and really like get to know my self-energy and, and live in it as best as I possibly can. But it's like a practice. You like have to continuously go there because I was just thinking about something this morning that I'm like, I haven't thought about that in a really long time. Yeah. And I feel like it's something that if you're going to live by something almost as like a mon- life mantra, it just it needs to be continuous practice so, yeah exactly and that's that's what i'm saying montel jordan probably does with his faith mm-hmm. yeah. and i'm not saying everybody needs to have a religion but it helps to have some practice where yeah. you're being reflective and practicing gratitude and practicing mm-hmm. compassion self-compassion right um, setting aside the space to figure yourself out well because all these things happen on a regular basis the like stress combats all these these words on this page yeah and like anxiety certainly like yeah mental state um i was just recently very much not in my self energy when i was disappointed that i put an an offer on a house and it didn't go through yeah yeah it's but it, it takes a choice and it takes active practice no i mean this is so i i i ask this question because i as you informed the re- our listeners, <laughs> I'm with child. <laughs> and so I'm trying to figure out a little bit of a preparing myself to, because I want to be, now I'm, I'm, my life is about to change dramatically into kind of shepherding a new self into the world. And I would like to set up, set up an environment as best I possibly can so that that, that new human, new self is, yeah, primed and and really able to experience life with their own self-energy so you just need to find a nanny that has all those things yeah i need to have some sort of assessment for my nanny about (laughs) calm curiosity because we know you're not going to spend a lot of time with the kid you're a busy executive (laughs) yeah Yeah, i'm uh i'm outsourcing everything do you feel like at any point you could leave Let's say you got successful and you had a bunch of savings and stuff. Uh, would you ever leave what you're doing to pursue ministry? I feel like, like at some point in your life you thought about being a missionary. Um, oh, I did? I thought you said that. <laughs> no, I, I definitely did. Yeah. So. Like every good Christian, thank you. But would you do something like that again? or? But like, are we talking about like Christian ministry or? Uh, I guess it like, wouldn't have to be Christian ministry. Like service of other sure service other beings yeah you become a philanthropist uh-huh 
I would love to do that. No, I, th- I think that's actually kind of my long-term goal. Right now I'm enjoying my, my career and building a career and, and trying to be the best version of myself with my self-energy <laughs> as I can with in the workplace and just genuinely enjoying it. What I would love to ask Montel Jordan, I would love to know at what point he decided to go into ministry. Was, he, was his career really taking off? And then he was just feeling like, wow, this doesn't feel right. This makes me uncomfortable, the situations I'm in, and I'm not getting a lot of meaning from putting on these shows and acting like this persona that's not really me. Mm-hmm. And then did he leave and then decide to become a minister? Or did his career kind of end and then he was like, I'll do this other thing? I guess this is what I can do. <laughs> um. That's a great question. Can you answer that for Montel since he's not here? If I had to guess, since I know them so well. (laughs) I think I've always just assumed that it was a situation of kind of having a little bit of a life, not like a big shift, but like just a life realization that like there's bigger and greater things to spend time on. It's like, I feel like I watch this situation. It seems so clearly like a realization of, their passion and purpose. And then just what I think I admire most about that and anyone who is living a life that they're like, they're living is just the, the commitment to that. They're just like, I don't, we don't care about, we'll figure out the life stuff. We just want to do this. We just want to support marriages. We just want to talk about Jesus um, because that's their, that's their passion. My follow-up question would be if, his career had just skyrocketed and he became <laughs> R. Kelly's the first person that came to mind. But... <laughs> don't, don't say that one. Uh, became, but just like uh, if it was... He became an A-lister. Yeah, if he was just a crazy famous person, would he have gone into ministry? Mm-hmm. I have a feeling the answer is yes. Well, maybe, I mean, I guess it all depends on the pathway. But again, it's, it seems to me like there was a moment of realization of purpose. And then it was like, we got to do this. Because we've seen his acting skills, too. I mean, he could have got into so that world. Talented. He Like he could have been like an ice cube where he's starring in movies. And, and it, who knows if my career had really taken off when I was in Hollywood. I probably wouldn't be a minister like I am now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I are these rude questions to ask Montel Jordan? <laughs> well, in a way, you kind of are asking, like, did you have anything better to do? <laughs> Is that why you're doing this? Yeah, and I guess I'm, but I'm, I guess I am projecting because it's that that would be my question for myself. Uh, I would like to believe that you. I mean, you, you've had experiences in your, in your life that have connected you with a, a greater purpose, right? Yeah. And that happens regardless of where people are at. I, think, I do think that it's sometimes harder with more things to like cloud your vision, like fame and fortune and all that kind yeah. of stuff, clouds your vision to see something greater um, because everything in front of you is just so shiny. But... I have to believe that even if you were super famous, there would be moments, there would be a moment, whenever that may be, for Matt Houchin, that would be like, man, I just really want something greater for my life. 
That was one thing that stood out for me with the podcast that you did with Katie. I don't remember what the context was, but you asked, oh, you said, I'm still, I'm, I'm always searching for what my, what did you say? Fill that hole. I'm always <laughs> searching for what would fill that hole. And then Katie made fun of me. You, but you rephrased it in a way that was like purpose. Or, yeah, what'll give me meaning. Yeah, get, yeah, meaning, meaning. That was the right, right word. I think that's really insightful. And I thought of Montel at that moment, honestly, because I'm like, this is a person who is, who is, has found and believes that this, is, this gives his life meaning. I'm going to say it again, and I'll say it slower. Apart from God, you can be functional. You may even be healed, but you can't be whole because he is the only one that completes you. A spouse can't do it. A job can't do it. A financial breakthrough cannot do it. It's only in him that you can be made whole. Shout out to Katie, please. Can I, I wanted to do that in this episode. Katie, just crushed, you Katie. crushed it. You crushed it. Fantastic <laughs> stand-in. It might be one of my favorite episodes. It was just so, it was a special one because you guys had such history and you were able to like talk about memories and it was really great. Thanks. Yeah, it was fun to uh, to record, and it felt like I wasn't in a place where I felt like I needed any more closure on the situation, but I felt like it did give some more closure just mm -hmm. to have that conversation and then to put it out in the world and for everybody to, like, there's not awkwardness for other people to be like, oh, Matt and Katie got divorced, and yeah. it's like, no, everything's just cool. We're friends, uh -huh. and everything's okay. Sometimes you got to go through it. To get to it, Jesus passes through the midst of uncomfortable situations, just like your uncomfortable situation, so that when you look back and you see where he brought you from, you're going to know that while the good may be cheering you on from the sidelines, God is right there with you on the front line. I'm preaching better than you're responding right now. That's okay. Sometimes you have to go through it to get to it. For the record, I was not a delinquent this time. This was a planned fill-in. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't leave Matt high and dry. Yeah, I've got lots of plans to just record lots of episodes on my own with not Jessica. <laughs> Without me, and then he just puts them out there, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> cool. Well, it's, she's gonna be busy with this baby cool. soon. Like, we can't wait four more months <laughs> while no. she's on maternity leave. No way. But I do want, I do still want to, side note, I want to interview Hef. I got to interview Hef. Yeah. Maybe if Set that up. she gets pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> she's got really good celebrity stories, and she's a much better storyteller than I am, so. This is great. I can't wait. One of the key moments for me, even before the Lord said to me, uh, I need you to lay that life down, uh, was when I got killed on Twitter. I'm one day out with my, with my son, Skylar. We're at a park playing football. And so when it's family time, I leave my phone in the car and I'm out in the park playing. And somebody does this fake uh, CNN, uh, uh, I guess, page on Twitter and says Montel Jordan dies uh, in his downtown condo in Atlanta, Georgia. I don't have my phone with me. And so literally, I'm gone for about an hour. And when I get back to the car, it's literally my phone is on almost on fire because Twitter is just going with all these different people. And if or maybe those of you out there, if you've ever thought about, you know, what it would be like to go to your own funeral. I had that opportunity wow. because I got a chance to sit and I pulled out my phone and I just said, oh, well, if I'm dead, 
I wonder what people think about me. Wow. And I just start scrolling through and, uh, and, it, and it says, uh, this is guy who does this is how we do it uh, dies in an, in an apartment. Uh, this is how we do it guy uh, dies in Atlanta. This is how we do it guy found dead. And I'm literally sitting there and I sit there for, you know, eventually I call my wife and I, I let everybody know, hey, I'm okay. But in this process, I'm realizing the, the, the culmination of my life is kind of summed up into the guy who did this is how we do it dies. That's wow. it. Wow. That's my life. And I said, I can't, that, that's not a life worth, worth living. Wow. And so literally from that point, uh, I came to a place that I said, I'm, I'm trying to find out what comes after the ellipsis. Mm -hmm. Or if you've ever seen that dot, 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 that's what that meant. Okay, the guy that did this is how we do it, dot, 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 then goes on to see a million marriages saved or then wow. goes on to wow. see millions of people come to Jesus. And so now I live for that, for what comes after the ellipsis. And maybe if he had become an astronomical A-list star and got really sucked into that, he would have a lot of fame and fortune and wealth and notoriety, but he may be super unhappy. Yeah, and he would show up to do this either. show for Zscaler and be like, oh, why am I here? This sucks. Like, who are these yeah. people? I don't care about them. Yeah. But he was able to connect with all of us um, and be put on a really professional show, show up on time. Or maybe he became a, an A-lister and would create like life's meaning out of that in a way that felt like he was living his purpose. Yeah. I'll try to think of better ways to to ask these questions so they don't yeah, sound like insults. You definitely need to do that. You need to work on that. <laughs> well, that's that's why I'm a better writer than a speaker because I'll I just say these things and I don't think them out. <laughs> but I think so. everyone knows what I'm getting at, and I have it's a well-intentioned question. I'm curious. <laughs> this is a very well-intentioned question. When I move to Atlanta and join his church and get to know him, I gotta, I'll gotta i be prepared. And hopefully he hasn't go. listened to this podcast already. You, I will say you do sometimes. I, I've noticed that you tend to equate meaning with like charity and service and ministry sometimes. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, service to others. Yeah. Uh -huh. Service to others. Do you feel like if a person's not doing service to others, but still feels like they're living a meaningful life? How could they? <laughs> <laughs> Are you just going to judge the heck out of them? I don't judge. Um, <laughs> no, I, uh, I do feel like um, I do feel like the meaning of life is to serve others, but I feel like you can't serve others adequately until you've healed yourself. So you definitely yeah. have to balance it and focus on yourself. Otherwise, you're not really going to be able to make a difference. Right. You won't be the sunshine like that's on this page. Self-energy, yeah. Yeah, with your self-energy and the seven C's. I cried in uh, therapy today. Oh, you did? Yeah, it was really... Whoa. Got real vulnerable. Making some progress. Yeah, it was like a good, a good one, too. It's good. So.
All right, Jessica Carlson, do you think that Montel Jordan is on Cameo.com? I don't think that he's on Cameo because I continue to watch his Instagram and he, he basically kind of like advertises his own version of Cameo outside of Cameo. So I'm going to say no. Okay, well, he is on Cameo. Dang it. <laughs> hey, what's up, everybody? It's Montel. Y'all know I'm here on Cameo. Look, let me help make your day or someone else's day. This makes much more sense now because ultimately, if I'm Montel, like I'm looking for ways to spread my my love and my self-energy yeah. and God's, God's message. So Cameo is the perfect way to do that. I'm sure that he he looks for ways of like inserting some of his passions and what he believes is truth into all of his messages. I yeah. And in, in this video, <laughs> he's wearing a shirt that says God is undefeated. Oh, yeah. So he's uh -huh. getting his message in subtly that way or not so subtly. <laughs> Keep your energy up. Stay focused. Uh, stay prayerful. I don't know if you're a prayerful person, but I pray. I'm a pastor. And so literally, uh, even if that's not you, I'm going to pray for you because I believe that that's the type of energy and motivation that you need. It doesn't come from uh, uh, just regular meditation and stuff like that. This comes from having a source of knowing that you can pull from that and you probably need some of that energy right now. Kathy from Montel, I celebrate you. Congratulations in advance uh, on graduating and doing everything you need to do. This is how she do it. Okay, I found this book just now on Amazon by Montel Jordan. It's called Becoming Unfamous, The Journey Ooh. from How We Do It to How He Do It, He Being God. Uh, oh, so this good. might have all the answers I seek, and we I don't even need you. to have them on the podcast. I think that would be the best course of action as you do your own research. Okay, Montel, I'm going to buy this. Everyone go on Amazon right now. Pre-order Becoming Unfamous. <laughs> How do you think you're supposed to say it? Unfamous? Yeah, but it's it's like a plan. Infamous, isn't it? I don't know. <laughs> that, you can add that to your questions that you ask him. Montel Jordan, question one. Is your book becoming unfamous or becoming unfamous? Question two. Uh, so Did you have nothing better to do? Well, yeah. Was becoming a pastor plan B? Is that your fallback life plan? <laughs> and But are you happier because of it than pursuing a life of, of fumousness? <laughs> if I couldn't buy no diamond rings, I still want to be with me. If I wasn't a celebrity, yeah.